What is up, friends? It is your friendly neighborhood BJJ podcaster, Rafa Sparza, coming to you with another installment of Running the Gauntlet, a grappling hour spinoff. So what we're doing on this show is we take six hot topics per day. If you were looking at the countdown, you would know what the six topics are. But if you're joining in now, all good. We're going to take care of you in a second. But a couple quick things up top. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys are part of the show. So if you're watching live right now, you guys can chime in and you can tell us which directions we're going to be going first. So we'll put up the board right now so you get an idea of where we're heading today. But I thank you guys for tuning in. I see my boy, Bujigatami Vince. Thank you so much for joining on in. Here are the six topics. So I want you guys in the chat, tell me where you'd like to go first. But as we are waiting for you guys to tell me where to go, a few quick reminders. If you guys like this show, be sure to like, subscribe, you know, comment, all that good stuff on all of our social media channels, including YouTube, where you can go ahead and go there. You can also go to our Patreon because we're on Patreon now, you guys. If you go to Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash grappling hour, and you can see our interviews 30 days before anybody else with early access. And for a few extra dollars, you can also get in on some of the bonus content that's not available anywhere else. Meaning you get to see tape study breakdowns. You get to see people roasting my competition footage. And you get to see extra bonus content, including interviews on a special topic. Recently, we just did one about the biggest pet peeves people have in jiu-jitsu. So that is something that we're going to be continuing to do. And if you do join that tier, you are able to go ahead and pitch topics. So I am very happy that you guys are, are joining those things. I've gotten a lot of love, a lot of support, and some friends sending in some very nice notes. All right. As I was saying... In the comments section, if you guys want to let us know where we're going to start here today, I think I kind of have an inclination to start with one of these. So uh, you're going to go with dislike. Okay, I see that. All right, then that's how we go. Bujigatami, you called it on out. Dislike. This week, The Rock rejoined the WWE, which would be a gangbuster business, except for one thing. Cody Rhodes has to finish a story here, people. We're going to be here longer than the kid was, Fred Savage was, in The Princess Bride, waiting for Peter Falk to finish telling that goddamn story. Here's the issue. We all like The Rock. Well, not all of us. Vin Diesel, not a huge fan. However, most of us do. However, the WWE, you can tell the story a million different ways. They told it the wrong way. So now you have two issues here. You have the biggest babyface in wrestling, who may not be the biggest babyface in wrestling with the championship. You have The Rock, who's squandering his star potential, and yet people are up in arms. I want to tell you this one thing. Do not try to book this. Let it happen, but give them that response and make them put the belt on Cody Rhodes so we can stop disrespecting the Cody Rhodes family, including Dusty. I'm done with it. Bam. Right on one minute. So that's where we was. Bujigatami dislike. Uh, not the topic, just hating. Thank you very much. You know, I, I forged ahead. So uh, we didn't really have an option on that one. Let's go back to the topic list. All right, dislike is out of the equation. Go ahead and hit me with the one that you want to do next. And while we're here, I'll go ahead and do a plug. If you guys like the conversations we have here, you can join our Discord. It is at Grappling Hour, and you could also catch it in the comment section somewhere down here. And if you're watching on Instagram, I'll just put it up in like our Instagram stories. So yeah, I mean, legitimately a huge problem. There are some people who say maybe Roman Reigns does both nights, WrestleMania 1, he faces Cody Rhodes, WrestleMania 2, The Rock, vice versa, whatever it is. That's a possibility. I like to believe the WWE is mostly just trying to get us to stop thinking about Vince McMahon for a little bit. 
and mission accomplished. So it says, join the Discord for my quarterly answer to the daily question. <laughs> Stop missing out. Yeah, I feel that. Um, don't worry, though. We're actually going to start bringing back the daily questions. It's because I've been working so hard on stuff like this. I mean, look, this board doesn't make itself. Uh, but we will be putting back up the daily questions for you guys to go ahead and come in there. And uh, we'll have some nice little surprises that we're putting in there very, very soon. But thank you for that, Robert. All right. Where are we going next? I think on this one, I'm going to go to Govern. All right. Going in three, two. It has come to my attention that people are running for office here in Jiu-Jitsu. I like it. It's cool. And my nickname, and I don't have many, but I was once nicknamed the mayor of Jiu-Jitsu. And I didn't hate that. They always said that every time I entered a room, it seemed like I was hugging people, kissing babies, doing the politician run. And I said, I guess that's not too far off. But it's come to my attention that our good friends over at Subspectrum have a guy by the name of Jordan who runs the show. And that he himself is looking to become the governor of jiu-jitsu. And I just want to put it down here right now, right here. We support it. Listen, as the mayor of jiu-jitsu, I give the endorsement to the person who is running as governor. My only question here is you can't have a race unless somebody else is running against him. So you can't just name yourself governor. My question is who's stepping up to try and beat Jordan Jitsu as the governor of jiu-jitsu? Challenge out to you guys. It says, Raph, uh, did this show just become roast Raph? I mean, unfortunately, none of you guys are, are as funny as the guests attempt to be. And honestly, this is not hurtful. Uh, telling me my jujitsu was bad, slightly more hurtful, but not like anything that makes me upset. Uh, and I, I had to deal with that a lot. No, he was roasting himself. He is correct. Uh, to be out of Bahamas, the ship blamed a refs posting. I, I, well, listen, I wanted to own up too. I'm not perfect here. So whenever I tell people, that I'm going to do something. I'm going to do it. It's just, you may have noticed, I haven't said we're going to put up a daily question as of recently because bored, border, mortis, all of this stuff. And listen, we're getting there. I uh, still want my lazy guy never give up anything. Okay, feeling disrespected. Okay. I, I can't deal with all of these questions or, or comments in the comment section in terms of self-deprecation. There's too many. Get in the line. All right, gents, where are we going next? Tell me in the comment section which topic you would like me to go into, and I may go there. We'll see. Todd Lee. See, this is the true test. If I can get Todd to smile, I feel like I'm doing a very good job. Todd is one of the human beings on his Instagram or social media who just chooses never to smile. And when he does, it's by, like, some wood that he chopped or something, and he's very excited about that. So, shout out you. Uh, oh, Raph, can't send my emoji. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, meow. Got it. Oh, God. One meow. <laughs> sorry. Uh, you know, uh, that's how you know you're getting too old for this shit. Still want my... Okay. Well, the thing is, I don't know what these things mean. They're in code. So here we go. Meow. What is up with an organization offering one of the Meow Brothers $1,000? Guys, I get that we here at Jiu-Jitsu do not have money. And I understand it. It is not the most lucrative sport to be a part of. They have been competing forever. There should be a better base for them. The thing that's the most upsetting about them saying this, however, is that they said it's a major Jiu-Jitsu organization. And we know there aren't many. 
Now, I may be talking out of turn here for one of our friends, but coming in with an entry offer of $1,000 is uh, fairly insulting. And more importantly, maybe you don't need them. And if you're any of the people who are close to us, I hope not. But if you're one of the main ones, perhaps the main one, and you offered him a grand, what the fuck are our subscriptions doing? That's like literally, if you do the math, that's like eight subscriptions to pay for a Meow Brother. It makes no sense. Give them more money. <sighs> I, I still don't understand it. $1,000 for a Meow Brother. It is absurd. And now we're getting to a point where I'm starting to think like they probably come into low ball and then you negotiate, you go away. It's kind of like when you get a car dealership, they're like, oh, I got to go talk to my manager. No, you don't. Sir, just tell me how much the car costs with the deduction you're going to imaginarily come up with in two seconds. So, bananagrams. <laughs> you know, I think every time we get closer to doing something from Arrested Development, we are truly making a, making a true show here. There's always money in the bananagrams, so there is that. I also don't want the meows to keep putting up that footage of them or that photo of them eating on the mats. Like, I get dedication. At a certain point, it might not be sanitary. And, you know, get a table. Eat it on your bag. Like, something out. Like, put it on something. I love the dedication to the sport, but there's something absurd about every time we look at it, we romanticize it. I go, guys... There's certain things you can do. You don't have to eat your lunch on the mats. And especially if you came to train after they were eating on the mats, you might be like, what did we do here? No, no, I don't. I don't want to train here. Thank you. No. So just a little request to put in. All right. Do any of you have any emojis for the remaining three topics that we have up here today? Because at this point, I don't think there are emojis for these. Yeah, I don't think there's inherently an emoji for no media. Unless you did the Noid sign and then a camera. But I think that's getting ahead of ourselves. All right, I think on this one, we're going to switch on over to our next topic. Which for today is... What's up, Shroom? Love to see it when our students stop by. No media. Okay, uh, here we go. Before we press this button... Be advised, this is a video clip. You'll see me shortly thereafter, but it'll explain what exactly is going on in this world. You don't want to match up with. How much money you got? That's what it is. You guys get these interviews for free. I need to get paid. Let's go. My man, congrats on the win. Thank you. Up next is... Good. I'm out. Let me just put it to you athletes very easily this is a two-way relationship if i've worked on that press row it is long it is grueling the last thing you want is somebody who's just gonna come in to be a dick for no reason and more importantly like we're all there to report on you this is the best that i have seen out of any ufc press row in a long time that dude basically insulted them and then they said no thank you we won't ask you a question now I really want to point this out. We're there to celebrate your wins. Yes, and to occasionally ask you tough questions. That, that clock doesn't matter right now. I still got 36 seconds. 
the issue that happens is you treat them like shit. They're going to basically say, hey, every once in a while, we're not going to take that. And that's the first time I've seen that press row actually get up in arms and say, yeah, dude, not us, not now. I just love the fact that we now have people, because we turn so many people against media, that they feel like this grandstanding is really making a point. And when crickets happened at the end of that, it was embarrassing for that dude. And it should be embarrassing. So let me just say this, dude, you're not that interesting. And I'm sorry that you had to show up to do your job, which is written in your contract, period. Robert Pilgrim says, press solidarity generally has been so weak at the UFC. Absolutely. You've had Dana White insult the intelligence of that press row almost as a regular occurrence. And then you have seen the media comments or the social media comments in those sections saying like, yeah, way to go, Dana. They're fucking dumb. And they're just parroting what this asshole is often saying to that group of people. And I will tell you this. It is hard work. Being in that room sucks. Your brain doesn't stay there all the time. And on occasion, you're there to ask questions of accountability that most people, even at their bravest, would not be able to ask. So yeah, when we get a win in the press row, we applaud it. But nothing, nothing made me laugh harder than when everybody just goes, nope, okay. Then why don't you go? And the dude tried to be like, yeah, I'm happy nobody asked me a question. <laughs> so, I don't, you know what it is? There's something weird about how in our sport, for MMA, this is kind of a thing that people are railing on against. In every other sport, everybody's like, hey, I get it. You guys are here. This sucks. I just won a game. I lost a game. <sighs> I really don't want to talk about it, but here I am. And it gives us insight into what just happened. When the dude's sitting there and being like, I don't want to be here, okay? You guys need to pay me for these. Dude, you're not that interesting to get paid. We all just got collectively bored. And it says, still silence meant he didn't have to do a slur this time. I mean, that's not even getting into that. I, I wanted to isolate this to just the one issue, which was this dude sucks because, and fill in the blank. And in this particular case, Basically telling people, fuck you guys, right response, press row, love you guys, good job. We don't always get to say those things, but I feel like we really, we landed the dismount on that one. So, all right, back to the last couple topics. There's two left here. I'm going to go with this one. Uh, let's just get out of the way. Grammys. All right. It happened yesterday. Very excited for it. Didn't get to watch all of it, but I will tell you they did make some course corrections. For one, they gave Miley Cyrus her first and second Grammys. Good job. She's deserved it for a while. Then you gave, for whatever reason, Taylor Swift her fourth album of the year award. Mm, good Lord. Tracy Chapman got some great reviews for performing with a karaoke singer who does country music, not very familiar with him. But I guess the real story here is this. Jay-Z was complaining about the fact that Beyonce has never gotten an Album of the Year award, which, by the way, you've given Taylor Swift four, so no big. You could give one, but I guess he was complaining. He's like, she has the most Grammys and yet not an Album of the Year. How do you do that? Well, you just give her a lot of shitty Grammys. I guess that's really what it comes down to. I love that people are just complaining now that they don't get enough Grammys when in actuality, I'm like, 
does it really mean much anymore? He gave Taylor four. Can't mean that much, right? The Grammys are always going to be ripe in controversy. Here's the reason why I always like watching them. The performances tend to be pretty good. And the direction in the recent years has been amazing. They have directed them so incredibly well. Uh, I'm very jealous. And I don't know that people in our sport kind of recognize we lift things from them. And it says, Beyonce versus Taylor again. Where's Kanye? Don't worry. He uh, was trending yesterday because people couldn't figure that Jay-Z could make that sort of statement with his own brain. They were like, oh, Kanye got to him. And it's like, dude, Kanye out there somewhere not anywhere close to humanity or reality. So who knows? But I want to make it very clear. The reason why I do like watching these things is on occasion when they get it right and people get the props that they deserve, it is really compelling and fun to watch. So I think we all go there to see that. And the excitement that Miley Cyrus had when she was singing Flowers, and by the way, chastising the audience for not knowing the song, pretty funny. And then the nerve to introduce... I just won a Grammy, and I thought that's real authenticity right there. Like, she was very excited about it, and she's a great performer. She's done a lot of incredible work in the past, what, God, almost two decades now. And I want to point this out. The fact that we didn't give her shit for Party in the USA, which is essentially now a backup national anthem in case we need it, we kind of fucked up. So we should be making better on that. I have to be honest with you guys. This last topic, this one's going to be hard. Um, I, actually, I actually have to pull up some uh, some help here because I may need uh, some slight assistance. So if you see me casually stream looking down, you will understand why I'm doing it. But I've been toiling back and forth on this one. And um, this may test me the most because it's the one that maybe I'm the most invested in this week cody definitely got invested didn't dislike the video i didn't go that far i know a lot of my friends did i got text earlier this morning it's like what do you make of these shenanigans with cody Rhodes?" and i was like dude i'm not in charge here and more importantly everybody fantasy booking it like let them tell the story and if it's a shitty story tell them it's a shitty story beyonce taylor eh, you know whatever happy for them and they're insane, rabid fans. But this is the one. It's going to be tough this week. So let's see if I can actually do this in a minute, because I might change my mind. All right, I prefaced it. Let's get straight to the very last topic of the day, which, my friends, is set list. All right, let's get it done in one minute. Usher is about to headline the Super Bowl this weekend at halftime. Usher is the last of a dying breed. That is why I'm telling him no slow songs. You might get one. That's fine. Most people, when they do the Super Bowl, end on a dumb slow song. You don't need to do that. Most of the time, they're lip syncing too. Usher, you're the last of a dying breed that can actually dance and sing. I need you for 15 minutes straight to just dance the shit off of that stage. I'm not talking like Shakira Dance, who, by the way, did a great job, but she had to carry Jennifer Lopez. I'm telling you. I need you to come through. Here's the set list that I'm thinking. First and foremost, it's a sizzle. Caught up. She came to give it to you. Then we go straight into a toaster pop-up like Rey Mysterio Jr. It's going to be OMG. You make me want to. My way. You don't got to call. DJ God is falling in love. Love in this club. Yeah. And then end with without you. And on yeah, I need Luda and I need Little John. I need the thunderclap. I need the full-on dance. Give me all of that and more. Thank you. 
I didn't think I could do it. I wasn't sure I could do it, but I did it. Let me explain myself. All right. Usher is now going to headline the Super Bowl halftime show. And again, most people can't sing and dance. It's a very dying breed. And we're at a stage now where most people, when they get on, if they just stand there, they get applause and people are like, they killed it. And it's like, no, you didn't. And like now they have so many backup dancers before Michael Jackson had to rent four backup dancers just to do one Super Bowl halftime show. And it was very good. It's a little dated. And if I'm being honest, like Mike kind of like slap block through that one. And now the more that we know about his habits with drugs, he might've actually been sleep blocking through that one. Anyway, not what I'm saying. Usher is one of the last people who could actually sing and dance. And so for me, this is a big one. And I've been very clear. No slow songs. I know some of you are going to be like, but what about you remind me of? Yeah, that's cool too. If he does confessions, I won't hate him. But like, we can't do the stripper song. I don't mind. That should be in there. And he might be lifting parts of his uh, Las Vegas residency. And he's in shape. Most people when they do the Super Bowl are like, do I have to go work out for this? God damn it, I'm not ready for it. So, here is why. When I say toaster pop-up, I'm talking that elevated platform where you just pop out the Michael Jackson, Ray Mysterio, like, whoop, boom. And you pop, sizzle, look at everybody. And when I said at the top, that sizzle little package that they put on, some of those hits, like more that people don't know from Usher, uh, caught up. I want that somewhere in there, but I don't think it's going to make the set list. She came to give it to you, underrated gem from back in the day when people stopped getting interested in Usher and Climax, which by the way, I do like, I just don't know if I want it in the main one. Usually they do a little preamble, they toaster pop up. The first song should be OMG. And I understand when he performed OMG and he tried to save the Super Bowl halftime show, with the Black Eyed Peas, he couldn't do it. They tried to make him a superhero. He, he came in on like one string being lowered all the way down, danced his ass off, and just couldn't save it. I'd like to see him get another crack at it. Justin Timberlake got to do Rock Your Body twice, okay? And we all know what he did. He fucked up the first time. That's his fault. Don't blame Janet. That's his fault. And she gave him that last song. And you know what? Credit to Janet. Because if you give her the blame, you better give her the fucking credit. These are much better halftime shows because of her. Yeah. They gave it to old people like the Stones and Tom Petty. Which, by the way, Tom Petty's not bad. The Who. And they said, these are shit. God damn, we have to do this better again. And guess what? After that, people started investing way more money. To the point where there was an LCD screen where Madonna didn't look cryptic. And looked like maybe she was keeping up at three-fourths of the speed of her backup dancers. What I'm telling you is this. They have poured more money into this. And now you get a better presentation because of her. And let's go back to this. Janet actually was one of the first that said, don't do a slow song. Most of the times you end with your heal the world. You end with Beyonce's halo. Didn't need Madonna like a prayer. Wasn't singing it live remotely. They're always lip syncing a slow song. Lady Gaga went fast. Usher, I think, should go fast. And if it's without you, sure. I think that's how he closes out most of his sets. But it really should be, yeah, Little John, Ludacris, dance the fuck off the floor. That's what I got. I hope I was able to bring some clarity to most of these topics, but we did go throughout the board here. Um, I got a couple seconds here for any last questions that you got. While I'm waiting for you guys to throw those in, I will address a couple things here. First and foremost, yes, we are on Patreon. 
you can go give us some support. It is grappling hour at Patreon. So patreon.com backslash grappling hour. Give us a little bit of a look. We've got lots of different things up for you guys. Early access, five bucks a month. You can see our interviews 30 days before anybody else. We have a series of interviews that are up there with people new and old. And we just booked somebody before I was on here, which was why I was late. Sorry. And uh, that person, I think you will be very interested to hear from. So we are doing that. Additionally, we're going to have a fight companion this Friday. And I think we're just going to do it straight here from the studio. But it is going to be for who's number one. So very excited about that. And tomorrow, there is a YouTube premiere of our interview with Bobby Winther, who is fighting at Cage Warriors in February of this month. We are in February. Who forgot that? Me. And that is going to be February 23rd. So keep a lookout for that. I think you'll like that interview. And we do a nice thing in that video. So I, I think you might want to watch that one. We'll put up some clips to get you excited about that one. Additionally, you can join our Discord to continue the conversations that we have here on the show. And I think there was a couple last things I needed to address. I did get a note over here when I was soliciting questions. And uh, from one of them, they said, what about main character jujitsu? I unfortunately didn't get to follow that one yesterday. But I did see that the end result was a win for good friend of the show, Mo Black. And no surprise there. She is awesome. Uh, I sent her a congratulations text. And I was so happy. Like She is somebody that you root for in the sport. And I continue, continue not being surprised by how good she is. Um, additionally, did you guys know that we have merch? My apologies if this sounds somewhat loud, but I need to put this down somewhere. Check this out. You can go ahead and on our website, get a t-shirt. T-shirts, 25 bucks per shirt. You can go to rafasparza.com backslash merch. Get that right here. And because it's raining and it's cold, you guys need a hoodie. Look at this shit. This is so warm. Mm. Rain doesn't affect me. I am warm. Look at this. And it says legit in the hood at presently. Soft AF. It really is. And like now that I'm having to deal with rain in Los Angeles, I am doing just fine because I have this hoodie. And it's keeping me very warm. That runs for 45 bucks. You can go on over to rapasparza.com backslash merch. And uh, the hoodie's 45. T-shirts, 25. Combo of them together, 60. Now, if you're doing some math, that saves you some monies. Huh? Do it right now. It supports the show. I appreciate you guys joining the Patreon, supports the show, and even commenting, liking, and subscribing these videos. You got it right. Supports the show and therefore supports the athletes that want to talk to the media. To my knowledge, the people who show up on my show actually want to talk to me. And even when they don't, we make them talk to us. We don't take no mess here. It's a real deal. So. That's what we got for you this week. Again, Friday, doing a fight companion here from the studio for who's number one. Very excited for that one. We also are going to be doing uh, more interviews, so keep a lookout for that. We're going to be posting some stuff on our Patreon page that is exclusive to our Patreon members. So again, patreon.com backslash grappling hour and much, much more. So keep an eye out, guys. We're going to be very busy here at the grappling hour. I think that's going to do it for us, you guys. It's been a great day for grappling. We'll see you back on the mats.